Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to Trip Tales, the show where we talk about your Disney vacations. I'm your host, Jamie Lee, and this is episode number nine. You can usually find me as a co-host on the Monday and Friday shows of Capture the Magic with my husband, Jared, Uh, but this is all my show, no Jared here. Um, For those that are new to the show, Trip Tales is our version of a trip report show, so I invite a special guest on each episode to talk about how they planned and executed their recent trip to Disney World. We talk about all facets of their experiences like uh, fast passes, dining reservations, hotel stays, touring plans, and kind of how their trip went in general. And I have been on a bit of a hiatus since July for my quote-unquote maternity leave, (laughs) but now I'm officially back and I'm ready to kind of get back into the show like, you know, full force. And before we had just one episode a month, But we are going to go to two episodes a month starting this month. So you'll be getting two episodes uh, at the end of October here. And then we'll space them out a little bit better um, going forward. So like November, we'll have one in the beginning and then one in the end and yada yada. So, Um, But I am looking for guests that will have trips booked from January through May of 2020. And I already have people that have emailed me about trips and I haven't chosen anybody yet. But so if you're still... You know, if you're interested in being a guest on the show for the first couple of months of 2020, uh, you can email me at jamie at ctmpodcast.com with some information about your trip, and I'll kind of put put you into consideration and review all of my emails um, once I start deciding who's going to be on the show. So just FYI on that. And Jared has so nicely set up a new web address specifically for the show. So you can go to the show directly if you are um, interested in Trip Tales. And it's ctmtriptales.com. And this will take you straight to Trip Tales. You don't, won't have to, to go through the whole, um, the homepage of ctmpodcast.com and all that stuff. You can just go straight to Trip Tales. And um, it, if you, you, I mean, you could always go to ctmpodcast.com if you want to. Um, and it has all of the shows, the, the shop, the blogs, the everything that we've got for the show. So ctmtriptales.com. So there you go. Okay, I think that's all I wanted to cover today for housekeeping. Let's get to the the meat of the show, if you will. Um, I am talking to our special guest, Samantha, today. Welcome to Trip Tales, Samantha. Thanks for having me, Jamie. Thank you for being on the show. I know you just got back from Disney yesterday, correct? Uh, exactly 24 hours ago, yes. Okay, so everything is like fresh in your brain. You're just ready to talk it out, right? Yes. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, so to get started, um, tell tell me about your Disney World traveling experience before this trip. Like, were you a newbie? Were you a veteran? How many times have you been before? Kind of like, what was your background in that? Um, so I would consider myself a veteran because my family's been going to Disney pretty much every year or twice a year since I was two. Okay. Um, so now I'm 27. So it's been a, been a couple of times. <laughs> um, but I started taking over the trip planning last year because I became a DVC member. Um, so it went from my mom to me. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. So definitely, definitely a veteran. Um, <laughs> so you said you did, you did the planning and everything for the trip. Did you, you don't use a travel agent or anything? 
Um, no, I'm actually a travel agent with Capture the Magic as of uh, a couple months ago. So yeah, perfect. I do okay. this for a living now. <laughs> yeah, it's all you. Good, good. Um, do you use touring plans anyway? Because I, I mean, even though I plan my own and I, I always use them as well. Do you ever like use other, you know, websites to help like organize your trip and everything? Um, so I do use touring plans a lot because we try to fit a lot into every trip that we go on to. Mm -hmm. um, so I always want to make sure that I can fit all the rides that we want. So I play around with their, um, oh, what's it called? Their scheduler mm -hmm. thing a lot. Mm -hmm. See, like we can realistically do everything. Um, and then I also use a lot of uh, spreadsheets because it's a lot of information to keep straight. It is, especially if you know what you're doing. <laughs> like if you've yeah. been before, it's yeah, I agree. Um, okay, so what were the dates for your trip exactly? We know you got back yesterday, the twentieth, but what when did you when did you start? So we left on Wednesday, October sixteenth, and came back yesterday, the twentieth. Okay, and what made you choose those dates? So we wanted to go, we definitely wanted to go for food and wine, but we couldn't go in September. And I have a trip planned for December. So October seemed like the middle ground there. Mm -hmm. um, it was between my sister does crew. So it was between her racing weekends. So that worked out. <laughs> there you go. And I was going to ask you next. So who did you travel with? And I'm guessing it was you and your sister. Um, it was actually me and my cousin, Lauren. She's a year younger than me. Mm -hmm. um, my sister couldn't miss school, so she couldn't come with us this time. Oh, um, no. But uh, my mom actually joined us for the first couple days of the trip. She was with us from Wednesday till Friday. Okay. Excellent. So it was like a girl's trip. Yeah. Perfect. And where did you stay? Um, so for the first night, the 16th, we were at Polynesian. We were in one of the DVC studios. Mm -hmm. And then we checked out the next morning and checked into Old Key West for the rest of the time. Okay. And why did you choose those two resorts to stay there? So originally, we were just going to do the 17th to the 20th at Old Key West. We were going to fly in the morning of the 17th and kind of have a half day at Epcot. Um, but then we started looking at the flights, and the price of the flight for Wednesday night was about half the price of Thursday morning. Um, wow. So I went on to the DVC site just to see if anything was open, so we had a place to sleep that night, and Polynesian was open. Excellent. That's a, that's a good choice, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, and obviously, you said you, you your flight, so you flew there. And what, where were you flying from? So we fly out of Atlantic City. Um, it's about 20 minutes from my house. Perfect. Okay. Excellent. Did you rent a car while you were here or while you were at Disney? Um, we didn't. And it was kind of a first for my mom because my mom usually rents a car when we go. Um, but this time she was like, I don't feel like driving. So we're just going to use Disney transportation. Okay. Excellent. And um, I'm guessing you're an annual pass holder. Yes. Okay. Now, is your cousin and your are your mom and your cousin annual pass holders too, or just or just you? Um. So my mom is, but my cousin isn't. Um. Okay. For DVC, we have to have everybody in the same household. Mm -hmm. Um. So me and my mom have the annual pass through DVC, and my cousin got a three day park hopper. Okay. Awesome. And real quick, you don't have to go into detail, but tell me if you had any table service reservations. Which ones did you have? 
So we planned to at 180 days and then we added on, I think two more, like as the trip was going on. So we were adding stuff constantly. Oh my, so we had four, okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. Okay, so those are the, just like the, the basics. Now let's get to the details. Okay, you're flying out of Atlantic City and you flew in, uh, you said Wednesday night? Yep. Okay. Um, so our flight was supposed to leave here around 5.30, um, but they got us on the plane, we got down the runway, and then they were like, we have to turn around for maintenance. Um, so oh we actually didn't leave until around 7.15, okay. um, and I was kind of not freaking out, but a little worried that uh, Magical Express wasn't going to pick up our bag because we would be landing pretty close to that 10 o'clock deadline for them. Oh, yeah. um, so I called DVC and just asked, you know, should I pick up the bag? Should I wait for it? Should I just hope that it gets there? And um, they advised me to just check baggage check. And if the bag didn't come on the belt, it meant that Disney got it. So when we landed in Orlando, we ran to baggage check and it was the first one out. So I'm glad I checked. <laughs> oh, that's a good. Yeah, good call. Good call. Um, and so you use Magical Express then to get to the poly. Yeah. Okay. And how, how how long did you have to wait on the bus? <laughs> I'm, that's always my question. <laughs> um, so by the time we got to the bus, it was probably around 10.15. And I think we left about 10 minutes later. Um, we didn't have a full bus. It was us and a couple other people who were staying at, I think they were at um, Wilderness Lodge. Mm-hmm. So we shared a bus with them. Um, but we were there in about a half hour, so it wasn't that bad. Perfect. That sounds like great. Sounds like it went great. Um, <laughs> so you get to the poly, and so it's about, so it's almost 11 o'clock-ish, you'd say? Yeah. Okay. And so how did check-in go once you got there? Or did you do online check-in, or did you check-in at the desk? Um, so I did online check-in, but I kept looking at my app, and I wasn't seeing our room number, even though it was, you know, getting close to 11 o'clock. Um, so we didn't have a room number assigned, so I had to go to the front desk. Oh, yeah. But they they were really great, and they kind of said, like, I don't know why you didn't get an email because, you know, your room's been ready since 4 o'clock. So they got us all settled and situated pretty quickly. Okay. Very good. Uh, so you got there. You got your room. What uh, what building were you in, if you remember? So we were in the Tokelau building, so okay. it faces um, the leisure pool. Mm-hmm. So we were pretty pretty close walk to everything. Yeah, good. And uh, did you have a what, what floor was your room on? Um, so we were on the third floor, and we were facing um, what they call the garden, which is basically where all three DVC buildings kind of meet. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, and <laughs> how was that? How was that view? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we didn't see much of it because it was 11, That's true. <laughs> but the next morning it was really pretty. <laughs> Good. Um, how did you like that room? Was it the first time you stayed there or have you stayed there before? Um, so me and my cousin Lauren that went on this trip with us, we actually stayed there last August. Um, mm-hmm. We did another girl's trip with another cousin of ours and my sister. So we, all four of us were in um, a deluxe studio last year. Okay, so you were familiar with it. How do you like uh, the poly? Um, I love that room because even though it's a studio, it has a split bathroom. So you're essentially getting two bathrooms for the points of a studio, um, which you usually don't see. 
So for us last summer and this year, it was a so great because, you know, a lot of women trying to get ready in the morning, like having two <laughs> bathrooms really helped. I totally agree. It's such a big perk. Um, and that like that, the big, the, ba- the bigger bathroom is, it feels really big, but yeah, having yeah. that, having that extra shower and, and sink in that other bathroom is really nice. Um, we always put our daughter, her pack and play fits just right in there. So we always put her in there when we stayed there. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's, I like it too. And those rooms are huge, um, compared to the other ones. Yeah. So, okay, cool. Well, um, so you just slept there basically. Did you, did you, um, check out early in the morning or how, what did you do the next morning? Um, so we actually did stuff that night. Oh, sorry. <laughs> even though Go ahead. <laughs> uh, so even though it was eleven o'clock when we checked in, um, we had it me and my cousin had this plan to take my mom to Trader Sands because she'd never been. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we knew they were closing at midnight. So we got there about fifteen minutes before last call. Mm-hmm. So we ordered her a drink. We got the Nautilus to share between the two of us, and she loved it. Okay. Um, my mom's not much of a drinker though, and we got her the Dole Whip with rum in it. Mm. And she took the first sip. She's like, "Oh my god, this is strong." <laughs> nice, that's fun. I'm glad you guys got made it though, because I mean, I've never done Trader Sam's, but I've heard it's just it's super fun and it's like everything's really good. Yeah, it's so cool. Awesome. Um, so then, then did you go back to the room and call tonight, or did you do more? <laughs> Um, so after Trader Sam's closed, um, their kitchen had already closed, so we couldn't get any of the snacks that they serve. Mm -hmm. Um, so we actually headed to Captain Cook's because we knew they were open till, I think they were open till 1.30. Wow. Um, so we just got a pizza to just kind of hold us over because it had been a while since we ate dinner. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then we were in bed at (laughs) one o'clock. Excellent. That's a good first night at Disney. <laughs> okay, so you were in bed at one. Next morning was your first official like full day at Disney. How yeah. did what what did you do? What was your what was your schedule like? Um, so the first thing we did was we woke up um, around seven, and my mom wanted to kind of walk around the poly a little bit, and then walk over to Grand Floridian because they're connected. So we did that for about an hour, got to see, you know, both hotels relatively uh, quiet and empty. So that was really nice. And we got to watch the sunrise. So it was it was a nice walk. Um, But then we left for Epcot around 930. Okay. And so go ahead. Sorry, I was gonna say how was how was that? How was Epcot? Or what did you do at Epcot? Um, So I had to activate my annual pass. So that was like the first thing we did. but by the time we got there, food and wine wasn't going to open till 11. And it was about um, 1030 once we, you know, were ready to go in. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were like, well, we'll just go on a ride, like whatever has the shortest wait. So we ended up on Journey into Imagination with Figment. <laughs> mm-hmm. And like, I'm pretty sure we went on this ride when I was little, but we haven't gone on it since. So I have no memory of it. And I think it was Lauren's first time ever going on it. Um, so it was definitely an interesting way to start the trip. <laughs> okay, I have to say, if you if you don't have any nostalgia for that ride, it's one of those where you're just like, mm, I don't know, because I mean, a lot of people <laughs> like it because they remember 
maybe like from being a kid or, or you know, experience it with their family when they were younger. So I get that. But like if you go into it as an adult and it's new, it's like it's because Jared even says it too. He's like, I don't it's, no, I don't get it. So, yeah, it's I understand. I understand. <laughs> um, and, and good. Saying was saying like at the end of the ride, you know, when like the screen drops down and they start like singing the song in earnest. Uh-huh. Um, she was like, oh, my God, if I was a kid, like that would have terrified me. <laughs> I've got I've got to post a, a video of my daughter that same thing you're talking about where it, the screen drops and it, it, it makes that like hissing sound that's really loud. When it happened, yeah. she screamed and started crying. It was <laughs> terrible. So and I, I just happened to catch it on video because I just wanted to I was just filming the whole thing like of the whole ride and I caught that and I was like, oh my gosh, it was horrible. So yeah, it's it's yeah that that ride that ride I don't even I don't even know all right so after after figment what did you do um so after figment all of the festival booths were open so we started going to a couple um we hadn't eaten breakfast yet so we went to Hawaii and we got the teriyaki spam hash and Mm -hmm. the Alani Sudrai so that was breakfast and it was delicious. Was it? What that the spam thing? Tell me about that one because I'm not, I don't really like spam, but I know it's like a thing in Hawaii to have spam and eggs and stuff. So was it good? Uh, <laughs> it was really good. So I actually had it at Food and Wine last year when I went, um, and I'd never eaten spam before ever. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's like cubed up spam, and then it's peppers, potatoes, onions. And they put like a spicy mayo on it, and it's so good. <laughs> Interesting. I have to try it. Interesting. It does sound good. I mean, again, spam, but you know, I I'll try it. I'll try it. Uh, okay, so you have breakfast at Hawaii, and what what did you do next? Uh, so then we went over to the Appleseed Orchard, which was in where Canada's show used to be, but they're refurbing it, so it's a it's a food and wine booth this year. Mm-hmm. Um, got the charcuterie board and the cider flight because we knew we wanted to try a lot of different ciders, but we didn't want to pay for the full size. So you got three for, I think it was like $9 and it was pretty good. Excellent. Excellent. I have not tried that. Um, but, um, um, I forgot what I was going to say. Anyway. Uh, so what did you do after that? <laughs> um, so then we headed to the UK pavilion because we wanted to stop by Ireland and get the Guinness Bailey shake. Um, because, I knew my mom would like it because you couldn't really taste the Baileys or the Guinness in it. Um, mm-hmm. So we shared two of those between the three of us. And then we got in line to meet Winnie the Pooh at that new meet and greet in the back. Mm-hmm. Um, but the weird thing was, so the cast member came out. We were waiting about 15 minutes. The cast member came out and he was like, just to let everybody know, there's no photo patch photographer in here. So if you want pictures, like you have to give me your phone or your camera. Hmm. Yeah. That's and, interesting. And it wasn't the only time that that happened, which I thought was kind of weird. <laughs> I wonder why they do that. Is that just, is, are they trying to cut down on the amount of photopass photographers they use in general? Maybe? That's what I was thinking because I was almost expecting, you know, every place to start having the boxes because I know that that's been like such a hot topic recently. But I don't think we saw, we didn't do any meet and greets that had a box, but more often than not, it was, there was just no photographer. Interesting. And because if you got the memory maker, 
you're paying already paying for all of those photo pass opportunities. Interesting. Okay. Duly noted. Winnie the Pooh does not have a photo pass <laughs> photographer. Okay. No, but did you not. get did you get pictures on your own then? I'm I'm guessing with your phone or camera? Yes. So I just handed him my phone and he took all the pictures on my phone. So we got a couple really good ones. So good. it worked out. And how was that shake? That shake sounds really good. Um, it was probably our favorite drink of the whole festival because it was really creamy and it was kind of chocolatey. So it wasn't like you didn't feel like you were drinking alcohol at like 11 o'clock in the morning. Oh, <laughs> it makes you feel a little <laughs> bit better about it. <laughs> Good. That sounds yummy. Uh, okay. What next? So next we had a fast pass for Soren. So that was around 12. We probably got to the ride around like 20 after 12. Um, And my mom has kind of issues with motion sickness, so she can't ride a lot of things, but she's good on Soren. But it looks really real, so she was kind of freaking out the whole ride. Um, (laughs) Like every now and then she would kind of like let out a little yelp, but the people next to us were doing the same thing. So it was (laughs) like me and my cousin were just laughing the whole time. (laughs) That's cute. I understand the motion sickness thing, though, so I feel for her. Okay, so you enjoyed Soren. Or did they give you any trouble because you guys were twenty minutes after your time? Or um, so our fast pass was at. It started at twelve. Um, sorry. Okay. Sorry. I yeah. thought it, meant it ended at twelve. Okay. Yeah. So you were good. Never mind. Okay. Yeah, we were good. Moving on after Soren, what was your? What did you do? Um. So originally, I had booked the fast pass for Figbit, but because we, you know, went and waited in line earlier, I moved it to Nemo because we were right there anyway. Mm-hmm. Um. So right after Soren, we hopped on Nemo, um, and just kind of hung out in the Seas Pavilion for a bit, and then we headed over to Mouse Gear because I wanted to get the pass holder pin and the magnets. Mm-hmm. Um. And it was like I think it was my the first time my mom as a pass holder had ever you know, gotten those items. So she's like, what are we in line for? And I'm like, we're getting magnets. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So we were there, I think the day after they switched from Chef Minnie to Chef Remy on the magnets. Um, So when we went up, they gave us the Chef Remy one, but I kind of saw a little box behind the cast member and she had like a ton of the mini ones left over um, because I guess they hadn't gotten rid of all of them the day before. Mm -hmm. So kind of nicely said to her I'm like you know do you mind if we have a mini one like just one we don't need one for each of us because you know I see you have some extras and she gave us two with like no problem awesome I've always wondered about that because Rhonda's done that for me too um just getting duplicates uh just because they're there and they have like a ton so that's nice I'm glad you got both of them it's very good yeah and then I um I got the uh chef figment Funko pop from this year mm-hmm. which I convinced would be gone by the time we got there but there was like a wall of them so if anybody's looking for them they're still there (laughs) nice those Funko Pop things are popular yeah yeah okay what would you do next um so the next thing we did was me and Lauren got in the single rider line and we went on test track because we couldn't get a fast pass for it and we waited about 10 minutes and we ended up actually in like she was in the car right behind me, so we weren't too far apart when we got done. Awesome. 
and it didn't break down or anything because it's broken down like the last three times I've written it. So I'm always curious about it. <laughs> Thankfully, it didn't break down. Um, I've broken down on it before, like right before they launch you outside. Ugh. So then you have to walk like the whole track on the way back but thankfully we made it through and and no breakdowns excellent and and the reason just to reiterate for anybody who's listening that's not aware the reason you couldn't get a test track uh fast pass is because you already had one for soren right yeah but i thought i figured like since we had used you know our original three that we were you know kind of in the clear i think it was just an availability thing um oh did you try to get it did you try to get it after you oh okay okay gotcha um yeah so basically what she's saying is um when you make your initial three fast passes at your you know 30 day or 60 day window you can only make one at a tier one and both soren and test track are in the same tier so you can only make one of those but she had used her all three of her fast passes and once you do that you can basically choose from any of the tiers as much as you want um but just test track wasn't available at that time so just Clearing that up for anybody that's curious. Um, okay, so after test track, what did you guys do? So we headed over to the Germany Pavilion because um, Lauren had just come back from a trip at, in Germany like two weeks before we left. Um, so we were going to go there and basically to say, does this look accurate? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, we ended up actually eating lunch at the quick service there. I think it's called Summerfest. Yeah, mm-hmm. Summerfest. Um, so we split the bratwurst and the noodle gratin, which is just basically macaroni and cheese. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I got the Schoffenhofer pomegranate beer, which they usually on- they only have it out at Food and Wine, so I had to go to like a separate booth to get it. Um, and then we split the grapefruit beer. Awesome. And how'd you like the food and the drinks there? Um, I thought the food was really good. I've eaten at a uh, beer garden before, so it was kind of the same type of food. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the the beers, like my cousin will pretty much try anything. So we got the grapefruit beer and she's like, oh, this is pretty good because it, it's like bright pink. So oh. <laughs> you know, people don't look at it and think like, that's going to be a great beer. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> well, good. Uh, and what did you do after Germany? Or did you do anything else in Germany? Um, so after Germany, like after we finished lunch, uh, we kept eating. Um, so we <laughs> went to the Brazil, uh, booth next and we got the crispy pork belly and the, there's a frozen drink, but I cannot pronounce it for the life of me. Um, it, it's basically tequila, but it's made with sugar cane. Oh, okay. And how was all of that? Um, the pork belly was really good. It was probably one of our favorite foods of the whole festival, um, and then the frozen drink, it was good, but it was kind of tart, I think, because it tastes like really lemony. So it's kind of like you need something to drink after you drink it. Um, but gotcha. it's good because it's frozen. So. Oh, nice. Good. I'm, I'm sad that you didn't say you got the Brazilian cheese bread. I know. I got it last year and oh. it was really good. But uh, this year we were, we were kind of craving the pork belly. So that's what we ended up with. I'm totally kidding. I just happen to love that cheese bread. I just, <laughs> I just love talking about it. Um, Someone uh, that they found it in like the freezer section. Yes. So I've been trying to hunt it down ever since, but I can never find it here. 
Oh yeah, Jared. He went to Sam or Sam's Club here and got it has like a special edition section and and ha- there was like two bags left, and he grabbed one and it, it was the it was the Brazilian cheese bread of the Pau de Cayo or however we say it, and it tastes pretty similar to to what is that food and wine so i was very very pleased <laughs> so i've been enjoying my own little food and wine at home um <laughs> but uh so did you uh did you go to another booth after that uh so we went to the morocco booth because Lauren wanted to try the spicy hummus fries Ooh. and uh they were spicy <laughs> mm-hmm. they sound good um, though so- yeah, they were really good. Like she handles spice a lot better than me and my mom do. So me and my mom kind of split one of the fries, and we're like, "Yeah, we're okay. You can eat the rest." <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, and before you go on, I was going to ask you: Did you guys um, use your magic bands to pay for this stuff, or did you? It's a gift card. Did you just do like cash? Like I'm always curious how people tour the food and wine or the festivals. Um, so the way I've done it the past two years is I buy like a bunch of gift cards. I'm a Sam's Club member, so I'll buy a bunch of them there at a discount. Mm-hmm. And then we'll use them all first. And then once we run out of those, then we'll use um, usually we'll just split it back and forth between everybody's credit cards mm-hmm. um, because then that way you're not spending a ton of money. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, if we just tapped the magic bands the whole trip, we probably would have spent three times as much because it's, you don't think about it. You just tap it and you go. So, And that's what Disney likes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, cool. I was just curious because that's pretty much what Jared and I do too. Buy, them, buy discounted gift cards and, and, and use them for the booth. So it's a good strategy. Um, okay, so after Morocco, did you do another booth? Um, so we went into the France Pavilion and we were going to go to the festival booth and they had, I think it was a frozen martini, but we looked at the price of it and then we looked at the booth that they have there all the time, which I think is, um, it's the one across from Chefs de France. And they had pretty much the same drink for $2 less. Hmm. So we ended up just going to that booth and getting um, like two of the frozen martini slushes. Interesting. I wonder if people yeah. know that. Like, if I'm, I'm sure they don't, because if, if they did, then, then then no one would sell. They wouldn't sell them at the booth. Interesting. Yeah, I think everyone was just kind of going by what was in um, the festival passport, like what booths were on that, because there was a huge line for that martini, and then the ones we were getting, there was nobody around that booth, and I'm like, but they're the same thing. That's that's hilarious. Well, good good eye for that. I'll have to remember that. Uh, okay. Um, so you had the... Was it good anyway? I forgot to ask you. Was it yummy? Yeah. So I got the lemon one and then Lauren got the orange one. So we kind of split them. They're both pretty good. Um, the only thing was it was about 90 degrees. So they were melting really quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we were trying to drink them before they melted. <laughs> right. Always a challenge at Disney. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay. What did you do next? Um, so the next thing we did was we went and met Mary Poppins in the UK because um, she had just come out and there wasn't that much of a line. We made it waited maybe about 10 minutes. Oh. Um, and this was the second time we were told there was no photo pass photographer. <laughs> Jeez, again, I think it's, maybe it's a UK thing. Maybe they just don't want you to use photo pass. 
Yeah, I don't know. But um, the cast member that was with her was really good. Like she took my phone and was taking candids when, you know, Mary Poppins was talking to us. So we actually got, I think, about 20 pictures from that meet and greet, which Mm -hmm. was great. Awesome. And was she a good Mary Poppins? Was she? Oh, she was. Yeah. (laughs) Awesome. Uh, Okay. And what did you do after that? Um, So after that, we did the beverage seminar, which was at the World Showplace, which is that um, that weird blue building that's between the UK Pavilion and Canada. The weird um, blue building. Of, <laughs> I say that because it like it doesn't fit. It's a weird like break. It is. <laughs> yeah, they have a lot of like events and stuff in there. And and honestly, I don't even remember it's there until like some people are walking into it because it's kind of far yeah. back. Yeah. No, I I get what you're saying. The weird blue building. Yes. <laughs> If sorry. anyone needs to find it, that's what it is. There you go. And sorry, so you had um, what did you what did you have there? I for, I forgot what you said. Um, so we did the beverage seminar. They do them every day at four thirty, and it's usually a different um, either a wine or a liquor vendor. So we were there for Ferrari Carano wines, which is out of California. Oh, and how was that? Um, so it was kind of intimidating when we walked in because we were the youngest adults in the room. Um, there were children that are obviously dragged there by their parents. Yeah. Um, and we were also wearing shirts that said drink around the world tour. So we kind of stood out. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. (laughs) Um, but we got, we got lucky enough where we were like put at a table. Um, they had you at tables of six. For the tasting so we were at a table with like some pretty cool people from the south so nice. like we were kind of just like making jokes the whole time and and it was awesome and what is what i've never done those before so kind of what is that the seminar entail like what is the how does all that work um so we all had three glasses of different wines there was um a sauvignon blanc a rosé and a pinot noir so the presenter that we had talked a lot about like the history of the winery and how each of the wines were made and what they go best with. Um, and she kind of made the joke at the beginning, like, thank you, everybody, for not using these as shot glasses. No. <laughs> so, and they gave you um, they gave you a note card and a little one of those like mini golf pencils, I guess, to take notes. Um, but for us, we were basically writing like the name of the bottle and how much it costs, so we could like refer to it later if we went home and wanted a bottle. Nice, <laughs> excellent. And were they good? Were, like with the drinks you have, were they good? They were really good. Um, I'm usually a white wine drinker, so I really don't like Pinot Noir, but it was delicious. Hey, good. Would you recommend this to other people? Oh, definitely. It was. For us, it was kind of an inexpensive add-on because we wanted to do Party for the Senses originally, but the price tag was just a little more than we wanted to spend. Um, so this was only $19 per person, and they did offer um, an AP and a DVC discount. So I think for the two of us, it ended up being like $30. That's like super reasonable. Yeah. I like that. And Party for the Senses is what, 200 plus per person or something? Yeah, I think... I think for our weekend, I think it was started at like two forty nine. So we just couldn't justify it. I was like, we could easily spend that at all the pavilions and not on this one party. Exactly, exactly. Well, good, good. The seminar sounds sounds like it's 
a good choice. So excellent. Um, okay, so what time is it at, about now? Like you said, four thirty was the one you did for the seminar. Yes. Yeah, so okay. We finished up around like five fifteen, so it was about forty five okay. minutes. Okay. Um, so we were kind of done with Epcot. So. We hadn't planned on going to Hollywood Studios, but we knew we wanted to ride the Skyliner now that it was up and running. Mm-hmm. Um, so we took it over to Caribbean Beach and then switched to Hollywood Studios and went and hung out there for a little bit. Okay, let me ask you something. So the Skyliner, it doesn't go directly from Epcot to Hollywood Studios? No. So the the line you get on at Epcot, it takes you through Riviera because it's not open yet. So you don't really stop. You just kind of keep going. Right. Okay. Um, and then it drops you off at Caribbean Beach, which is the hub. So you get on the Hollywood Studios line. Gotcha. Okay. I guess it would get really, really busy. Well, I guess they don't need the Skyliner for that from Epcot to Hollywood Studios because they have the boats already. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I was just thinking it would be it would be really fast, but um, okay. So how did you like the Skyliner? Um, so we really liked it. I had not told the other people in my party about the um, unscheduled downtime that had happened the week before <laughs> because I didn't want anybody to be nervous about getting on it. Right. Um, but they do take off it like a pretty good clip, which I was kind of surprised. Like you tilt back a little on takeoff um Mm -hmm. so that was kind of (laughs) jarring. and since we were only a group of three we were in with three other people um and they were about uh about our age so we got on got off at um caribbean beach and i think it was right before the caribbean beach stop um the skyliner stopped for about eh, five minutes Mm -hmm. and I'm thinking like, no, this cannot be another unscheduled downtime. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. Could you imagine? Whew. Yeah. And then one of the, of course, like one of the guys that was in the car with us that we didn't know was like, oh, I hope we're not stuck up here for three hours. And then I had to tell my mom and my cousin about the uh, breakdown the week before. <laughs> Whoops. Forgot to tell you guys. <laughs> but I'm sure we'll be moving any minute now (laughs) exactly okay so tell me how did the temperature get in there in that five minutes um it started to get a little warm but it wasn't uncomfortable um because it was about 90 degrees that day so I think if we would have sat there for like 10 minutes it would have started to get a little little uncomfortable in there okay good to know good to know Okay, so you took the Skyliner to Caribbean Beach and then got on and went to Hollywood Studios. And once you got to Hollywood Studios, what what'd you guys do? Um, so I was able to pick up a fast pass for Rock and Roller Coaster for me and Lauren while we were on the Skyliner. Um, so we went and did that. And then we picked up a dinner reservation at 50s Prime Time for 7. Um, so since we didn't want to get in line for another ride, we just went over to their lounge and had a drink and waited for our reservation. Excellent. And your mom didn't ride Rock and Roller Coaster? She will not ride Rock and Roller Coaster, no. <laughs> I can't either. Not anymore. I mean, I could maybe if I took medicine, but yeah, it's intense. So I feel for her. Um, how was 50s prime time? How was that? Um, so my mom had been there before but I hadn't been there since, again, I was like really little, so I don't remember it. So for me and Lauren, it was kind of the first time. And we had 
the funniest server. Um, his name was Tom, so shout out to Tom. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we had this couple that was from Alabama sitting next to us. So we all were kind of like playing along with him and like joking around the whole meal. And it was so much fun. Good. So you don't mind the whole like role playing thing as being like the kids and and they're like your parents or your grandparents or whatever. You don't mind that? Oh, not at all. Because that's basically my house. So that's totally fine with me. (laughs) Nice. Well, good. Um, and this, I, I guess the service was good and the food was good too? It was really good. It wasn't um, like a lot of Disney portions, I think, tend to be really, really big, but I didn't think ours were at all. Um, so I got chicken, my cousin got a pork chop, and then my mom um, wasn't super hungry after all food and wine, so she got one of the appetizers, but like there wasn't a ton of food left on the plates, so... Yeah, they were definitely better sized portions than I usually see. Good. And um, uh, what was I going to say? I forgot. Did you have to wait long? Sorry. When you checked in, did you have to wait long before you were seated? Um, Not really. So we we got to the restaurant around six and I just kind of went up to the desk and said, you know, do you have anything open a little earlier? And she said, well, check back in about 20 minutes and, and we'll see. So we were seated probably around 6.45, but we didn't mind because we were sitting at their bar anyway. So we were just kind of hanging out and we didn't even notice what time it was when we got seated. Oh, okay. Excellent. Um, All right. So after dinner, um, what time was it about when you got done with dinner? Um, So it was about 8.30 by the time we got done. Um, We were joking a lot around a lot with our uh, neighbors next to us and the waiter so um, dinner kind of went a little longer than I think it would if we hadn't like played along so much mm-hmm. um, but it was great <laughs> so then we headed over to Galaxy's Edge because I was able to scoop up a reservation for Oga's while we were on the Magical Express excellent um, so we headed over there we went into Oga's for 840 so it was cool for me because I've been into Star Wars since I was nine but my mom and my cousin like really aren't like I don't think my cousin's ever seen Star Wars. Um, <laughs> so I mean they enjoyed it, they thought it was cool, but for me I was like pointing all the stuff out, and they were just like okay. Oh <laughs> well, at least you got to enjoy it. How did you like the whole um, the, the theming and everything? Did you enjoy the the land in general? Yeah, I couldn't believe how big it was because I've seen, like, everyone takes the same kind of picture around the Falcon. So you could just kind of think, like, you know, there can't be that much around it. But it was huge. Um, we actually got kind of lost because it was dark and I didn't see a whole lot of signage. Um, so I definitely can see how people go in there and get kind of turned around. But it was, the theming was amazing. Yeah, I can't wait to see it. I'm so excited. Um, did you, did you do like a lightsaber? Did you have to make reservations for a lightsaber and the droid still? That's still going on, right? Yeah. And sorry. (laughs) No, you're good. I was, and you didn't, you guys didn't do any, either of those. No, um, I kind of looked into the lightsaber thing, but I might do that. Um, when I go on a solo trip in May, but I'm going to have to save up for it because $200 is a lot for a lightsaber and I didn't want to spend it on this trip. <laughs> I understand. It is a lot. And they're they're not that small either. They're I mean they're pretty big. Oh. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, okay, so you enjoyed Oga's. Did you do anything in in um, after that? Did you ride Smuggler's Run? Um, so I actually want to talk for a second about Oga's because my mom oh. and cousin like weren't super into Star Wars until we like went into there. Oh, okay. And um, like for them, the whole atmosphere was really cool because it was kind of like you know a really crazy bar, and they liked the uh, the droid DJ um, DJ Rex mm-hmm. and the bartenders like made that experience because you could tell they just loved being there. Mm-hmm. Um, like there, our bartender kept dancing to the music as he was serving people drinks. Um, mm-hmm. And then there was another one who every time someone was like, can you take our picture? He would run around the bar with their phone and like have everybody wave and yell. And it was really cool. Oh, good. <laughs> there was almost like they're actors in like a yeah. like the land. That's neat. Uh, okay, good. Well, I'm glad they liked it. Did you guys um did you guys get to ride Smuggler's Run after that or did you did you was it closing the 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 park at that um, point? so we got we got out of Oga's at like a 9:30 and I think the park closed at 10. So, okay. um we got in line, me and Lauren got in line from Millennium Falcon. Um my mom kind of asked about, you know, what's it like and I said, "Well, it's kind of like Star Tours." And she's like, "Yeah, I'm just going to wait for you guys cuz she doesn't do very well on that ride." Yeah. Yeah. I hear that. I hear that. <laughs> I know I know how she feels. Um how did you like Smoker's Run then? I thought it was awesome. Um I definitely experienced the same thing as Jared and Jamie, Jeremy did though with um having a pilot that wasn't great. Um oh, no. it definitely made a ride. <laughs> yeah. So how did so what happened? Um so we were paired so it was just two of us, and we were put with a family of four. Um, so it was, um, I think they were British. They had, like, really strong accents. But um, <laughs> it was, like, a seven-year-old boy, his mom, and then I'm guessing his aunt and his dad. And the little boy and his mom were our pilots. And, oh, no. you know, as we were getting our assignments, I kind of looked at my cousin. I'm like, okay, this is going to be a little rough, but it's still going to be fun. <laughs> You know, I'm like, I just hope this kid's good at video games. <laughs> I get, I get why they put the seven, eight, nine, ten year olds. I get why they put them in the pilot. I mean, I mean, it's kind of yeah, it's like an interactive video game, but it's weird because you, you're not. It's not just you and in the rest of your party. It's like more people with you. So you're 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 monopolizing everybody's experience you know what i'm saying like i'm sure this is what this is how you felt um so i think i think hopefully when when i get to experience hopefully i can be the pilot at least (laughs) you know or like (laughs) at least you could be the pilot at least once when you write it um did you write it anymore after this or did you is this the only time you wrote it um so this was the only time we wrote it because the park closed while we were in line um so we couldn't like hop back in and you didn't but, go you didn't go back later in the trip no this no. was the only time we went okay. um okay. so we got put as engineers but i mean we still had so much fun um okay. i i got kind of irritated when the kid didn't pull the lever to jump into hyperspace but <laughs> <laughs> did you yell at him no but i'm sitting at my cousin i'm like that's the best part of this ride like <laughs> So you you really are a Star Wars fan. <laughs> yeah. My, so I talked to Lauren afterwards because I was like so amped up. I'm like, oh, my God, that ride was awesome. And she was like, yeah, at one point I looked over and you just were like 
just so much joy was on your face. Like you were so happy. (laughs) Yay. See, Disney. Awesome. They do. They do it. They do it well. (laughs) Um, Okay. So after Smuggler's Run, was the park closed? Yeah. So um, they were they were doing the fireworks, um, but we didn't stay for those. We were pretty tired um, because we had been up for so long. So we went and took the bus to um, our next home for the next few days, which was Old Key West. Okay, now you went to Old Key West from the Poly. So did you take your bags from your room at the Polynesian and Bell Services transfer them? Is that how that worked? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Do you want to talk about that process and and if you if anything everything went okay? Because sometimes that can be a little iffy. Yeah. So we we took our bags down um, when we were at the Poly right before we walked over to the monorail for Epcot. And we took them out to what was labeled as Bell Services in the lobby, and they sent us out to a desk um, right outside the lobby. Um, So we took our bags there. They tagged them, asked where we were going, and said that the bags would probably get to Old Key West around 1 or 2. So they kind of asked us, you know, is there anything in this bag that you need before then? And we were like, no, we probably won't get there till um, 9 o'clock at night anyway. So... Okay. And when you got to Oki West and you checked in, did you do like online check-in and all that as well? Or did you go to the desk? Um, so I had done online check-in for Oki West. So we got the room number around, I want to say around five o'clock was when I noticed the text message and the email. Um, so we had our room number already. So when we got there, we went to Bell Services at Oki West um, picked up our bags and then we also had groceries delivered mm-hmm. and my mom kind of asked um, the person at Bell Services you know even though our room was pretty close to the main lobby because Old QS is pretty big um, mm-hmm. she was like do you mind giving us a ride on the golf cart with our bags and our groceries and he was like yeah sure hop on so oh nice <laughs> yeah, got a little ride to the room <laughs> good uh, were you guys in a studio there no, so we were in a one-bedroom. Um, I had originally booked a studio because originally the trip was just me and my cousin. Um, but then my mom and at one point my aunt was coming on the trip with us, so I put us in a one-bedroom just so we would have a little bit more space. Mm-hmm. Um, and me and my cousin are early birds, so we like to get up at you know 6 and 7 o'clock, and my mom and my aunt are not those people. So I figured... <laughs> Having a separate bedroom would probably be a good idea for them. Awesome. Um, tell okay, so tell me about that room. Where did where were you guys located in Oki West? Um, so we were in. I booked us in the hospitality house category. When you book DVC, there's like you know just the standard, and then there's hospitality house. Mm-hmm. Um, so we ended up about a five minute walk from the lobby. We were across the bridge in building twenty four. Okay, and. We were on the second level, um, which was fine for us. But if anyone's booking at Old Key West, definitely call and ask which buildings have elevators because most of them don't. Um, so if steps are a problem, just just double check when you book. That's a good tip. Very good. Yeah. Uh, did, and so did you like that location being that close to the, the lobby area? Oh, yeah. It worked out for us because um, we were also the first bus stop when we were coming home from the parks and if we wanted to get to the parks we just walked over to 
the lobby and the lobby is the last stop. Um, so we just went right out to the parks from there. Excellent. And you said you're built building 24. Yep. Okay. I'm going to remember that. I'm going to remember that. Cause that's a, that's a good thing. Like you get, you get, you get on first and you, or sorry. Yeah. You get off first and you get on first if you go to the lobby. Okay. I'm gonna remember that. Good tip. Um, okay. So, um, had those been renovated yet? Your room? Um, they'd actually just finished, um, renovating our set of buildings probably about a month before we went. Um, they were still working on a couple other ones a little further away from the lobby, but ours was, uh, fully renovated. And how did you like that? I thought the room was gorgeous. They did all wood floors in the living room and um, like the entryway in the kitchen. And you could tell everything was brand new, like the couch, the rugs, the tables, like everything was brand new. And in the bedroom, they had redone the carpet. And then I'd stayed in a non-renovated studio last year and it looked like a bathroom out of the 80s. Mm -hmm. And this bathroom was the total opposite. <laughs> Ooh, so was it like modernized and everything or did it still have that same okay old Key West theme? Um, so they kept the theme with the wall color because it was like kind of a pale blue throughout. So you definitely got that feel. But um, all the cabinets were like a light gray. They had a, a wood-like gray tile on the bathroom floor. Mm-hmm. And then they put like a light granite countertop. So it's felt really, you know, modern, light, open, um, but it still had that old Key West kind of feel. Good, good. Yeah, I we stayed there um, before they renovated anything back in 2017, I think. And it, yeah, it needed it bad. Like you said, the bathroom yeah. right out of the 80s. Like everything was very like that peachy pink color do you know what i'm talking about like like the yeah. oh yeah it was just terrible but um good to hear that it's it's made a vast improvement so i would hope to stay there again so so you liked it overall the resort oh we loved it the room was amazing it was i think it i looked up it was like over 900 square feet so it was big wow. um I bigger than my apartment in college so it was really nice the one bedroom is nine that's great that's that's big dang yeah um and is that your home resort Oki west it is okay. yeah i just want to make sure I, I figure i just i just was checking um okay so did you do anything else that night or were you turning in for the night um so we were turning in for the night so we kind of got ourselves settled and and went to bed probably around 12 or 1 okay so you guys get up early and you stay up late. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's my kind of girl. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, all right. So we're going to the 18th, which was Friday, right? I, yep. My brain. Okay. So Friday the 18th, I'm assuming you got up early again? Yeah. So I woke up no alarm at like 6.30, which I wasn't expecting. Um, <laughs> so I went and walked and got everybody coffee so that when everybody got up, there was coffee ready. Um, we did have a coffee maker in the room, but there were no filters. So that kind of negated that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah, we got up, got ready. And my mom went over to Magic Kingdom because she wanted to go get some cinnamon rolls from Gaston's and bring them home for my dad and my sister. Um, 
she kind of did her own little tour of Magic Kingdom, and we went over to Animal Kingdom around nine thirty. Okay, and and did she did she meet you at Animal Kingdom later, or did you just go back to the room? Uh, she just went back to the room because she was she was leaving that day, so she wanted to go back and kind of get her bag together and and get ready to get on the bus. Ah, gotcha. Okay, so you and your cousin are at Animal Kingdom, um, and you got there. You got there after rope drop, yes? Yeah, so we weren't planning on rope dropping because they were doing the early extra magic hours where I think the park opened at 7, and Mm -hmm. we just had no intention of getting there that early. Um, So we got there probably around 10, and we stopped at the Yak and Yeti quick service and got breakfast there. Mm -hmm. And then we went over to um, Expedition Everest because we had a fast pass at 10.15, so we, we rode that. Excellent. And do you, I guess you, are you a big roller coaster girl? Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. That's, that's good to know. I love, I love roller coaster too. So, um, okay. So what'd you do after Everest? Um, so we were looking at the app and it kept saying that, um, we couldn't get a fast pass for flight of passage because, um, I had kind of dropped the ball on the fast pass day. Um, more on that later. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, we didn't have a fast pass for Flight of Passage, but the app kept saying it was like a 90-minute wait. So we had some time before um, our Kilimanjaro Safari fast pass started. So we went over there and we're like, well, we'll, you know, we'll stop at the drink stand, get a margarita, and like wait in line. <laughs> yeah. So we got in line probably five minutes before 11, and I knew everyone in the group was talking about that 11.01 a.m. fast pass drop. Mm-hmm. my cousin was holding my drink as I was refreshing the app all the way up until 11 and we managed to get a fast pass for 1230 oh. so we replaced um the Navi River journey with that one nice yeah good so it's real it, it does it <laughs> works it's real um okay so you just got out of line real quick did you did were you actually in line already when you made the fast pass yeah, we figured we might as well get in the line anyway. Just, mm-hmm. you know, if I couldn't get it, then at least we would, you know, be waiting for the ride. So we'd probably been in line about 10 minutes. Um, so we were still outside. Mm-hmm. But by the time, you know, I got the fast pass and we were getting out of line, there were probably 200 people behind us. So we were like, you know, Dang. inching our way out of line. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. So did you do Navi River Journey then instead? Or what did you guys do um, while you're waiting for your fast pass to flight of passage um so we had a fast pass for kilimanjaro safaris around 11 30 okay. so we hopped over and did that real quick oh, okay and how did that go it was good because it was it was kind of rainy in the morning um so it hadn't gotten really hot yet mm-hmm. so the animals were moving around a lot more like we saw a lot more giraffes and elephants than i usually see mm-hmm. um i think just because it wasn't so hot they were you know moving around a bit more um, but it was great. Good. Awesome. And did you just go right back to Flight of Passage after that? Or did you do something else? Um, so we stopped and got Dole Whips because it's my favorite park snack. Um, awesome. So I got <laughs> I got the Dole Whip float with um, dark rum and my cousin got it with light. So we were kind of switching back and forth to see which one we liked better. Um, so then we took our Dole Whips and we walked back over to Pandora. Well, wait, hold on. Which one do you like better then? The dark or the light? <laughs> um, 
So I prefer the dark rum, but my cousin thought it was like a little too strong. So she was staying with the light. So, okay, there you go. Good to know. <laughs> okay. So you got your drinks and went over back over to Pandora. And um, what was the wait for standby like once you got there? Just curious. Um, so we got there probably like 12, 15, and the wait was at 130 minutes. Um, oh. It had kind of crept up because um, Navi River Journey broke down. So I think a lot of people had gone out of that line and gotten into the Flight of Passage line. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, this wasn't the first time you would, were going to write it, right? You've, you've written it before. Yeah, I think this was my fifth or sixth time on it, and okay. it was my cousin's third time. So okay. we we four. Gotcha. And have you ever waited really long in the standby line for this ride? Just curious. No, I can. I usually can get a fast pass for it, but there was the first time we rode it, we didn't get one because I think it was September and the land had just opened in May. Mm-hmm. Um, but we only waited about eighty minutes for it, and the posted wait time was like one hundred and forty. Oh, okay. So, yeah, we went around. Um, we went around lunchtime because the line was kind of the lowest it was all day. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, if you're not a person who's going to wake up early, kind of go around lunch because everybody goes to eat. So no one's really in the line. Good tip. Another good tip from <laughs> Samantha. <laughs> I'm just full of them today. Yes, you are. <laughs> so you did fly to passage and it, everything went great. Yes. <laughs> um, there was a little delay during the pre-show, which like oh. we only noticed it because we'd been on the ride before. But like, I think everybody else in the room with us, it was their first time. So nobody really like noticed it. But I'm like, we've been in here for a little bit. Oh. Um so I don't know if it went down or they had to like get somebody off the ride or, or what happened. Um, but yeah, we got going probably 10 minutes after we got in that first um, pre-show room. Mm-hmm. Um, the first so- pre-show, then the next one, then the, yeah. <laughs> the next pre-show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My one beef with that ride, the, 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 the numerous pre-shows that take forever to get through. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, well. Okay, so you got through it, you did it, and um, what did you guys do after that? Um, so we went to Satuli Canteen, and we split one of the bowls that they have there because we were starting to get a little hungry. Um, so we had the chili garlic shrimp bowl, and we did, like, the salad base because it had been a bit since we eaten something green. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, that's was, funny. <laughs> it was good, but it was, like, spicier than I remember because I'd gotten it last year and I didn't remember it being quite that hot but it was still pretty good good the you said chili garlic shrimp yeah okay I haven't had that that sounds good I'll have to try that um okay after Satuli Canteen what did you do did you did you ever get a night blossom um so that was the drink that we got we actually got a night blossom and then the margarita before we got in line for flight of passage the first time Oh, um, yeah. So we were like switching back and forth with those and they're both pretty good. <laughs> okay, okay, good. I just it's one of my favorite drinks. So that's why I ask. Um, OK, so after Satuli Canteen, what did you guys do? Um, so then we were going to go back to Old Key West and meet my mom before she left. Um, so we got in line for the bus around one thirty and waited probably 20 or 30 minutes before an old Key West bus came. Um, there were a lot of Animal Kingdom Lodge buses that went by in the meantime. So, Well, of course, yeah. it's just right. It's just <laughs> hop, skip, and a jump over there. 
<laughs> so it was a good day to stay there, but not at Old Key West. Exactly. Um, okay, so you got back to the hotel and then saw your mom off. And what did you guys do after that? Um, so after that, we went back in the we went back to the room because it had started getting hot. So we just kind of did a quick change, and then we left for Epcot um, around two forty five because we had a candy sushi reservation at three thirty. Ooh, okay. So tell me about this candy sushi thing. Um, so we added this on again because it was like an inexpensive, fun, different thing to do, and we'd never done it before. Um, so it is heavily geared towards children. Um, right. <laughs> but, <laughs> but we were not the only adults without kids. There there was a couple across from us. Um, so we were kind of like giving each other the look every now and then like, you know, <laughs> this is weird. <laughs> oh, but it's Disney. It's fun. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, we did everything like we put on the, you know, the chef Remy paper hat, like we kind of went along with all the jokes. We we really had a good time. Um, and the the two cast members that were, you know, doing the demo were kind of picking on us because as the millennials in the room, we were taking a lot of pictures. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So at one point, one of them was like, yes, document everything. The gram must know. <laughs> like over the loudspeaker. Oh, oh my gosh. That's hilarious. <laughs> you should wear a shirt that says childless millennial. Like right, like, right across it. <laughs> I saw someone wearing that. Um, I think it was on Instagram, actually. Um, I saw someone wearing it and it said, it said, I'm a childless millennial. Deal with it or something like that. It was hilarious. <laughs> Um, so the candy sushi thing was fun. Like what kind of candy did you use? Like, you know, how did that all work? Um, so they had for the rice, they had like the rice crispy treats. Um, and then we had fruit roll ups, Swedish fish, lifesavers, and I think it was, yeah, it was Skittles. It wasn't M&M's, it was Skittles. Um, and they gave you enough to make the rolls and some extra. So, of course, we're sitting there, like, making our rolls all pretty and then, like, downing the extra candy. <laughs> Excellent. Um, I was going to say, did you did it taste good with all the candy together like that? Um, I'm, I'm sure if I was, like, six, it would have tasted amazing. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but it was, you know, really, really super sweet, obviously, because it's all candy. Um sure. So they, we kind of ate one piece of the rolls that we made. We made two different rolls and then they gave us saran wrap to wrap everything up. But, um, we knew we weren't going to carry it around. So we just pulled out all the rice crispy parts of it and we ate those on the way out of the building. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) How how much was it to do this candy sushi? Um, it was $10 a person and I can't remember if there was a discount. I think there was when I booked it. Um, but yeah, it was, it was less than, you know, 25 bucks for the two of us. And it was kind of a fun way to break up the day. And where was this located at? Um, so it was in the land, AKA the abandoned mall. Mm -hmm. Um, Of course. It was, they had it set up to the left of Sunshine Season, so we were kind of in between the food court and the land, and uh, living with the land. <laughs> I love that you call it the food court too. Um, yes. Um, okay, so it was in the land, and ten dollars seems pretty reasonable, and like it's just like a fun activity for, well, for anybody, but for mostly for children. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Um, but good. How long did that last? Did it was that a like a hour long thing or how long? Um, 
It was probably about 45 minutes um, okay. from beginning to end. I think we got started a little late because they were waiting for people who hadn't checked in yet. So we didn't start like at 3.30. It was a little bit later. Um, but we walked out of there probably around 4.30. Okay. And when you walked out, where did you go next? Um, so we were going to try to hit a couple of the booths that we hadn't done the day before. So we stopped at Thailand first. And we got the shrimp and cold noodle salad. And it was a bit of a disappointment. <laughs> shrimp and cold noodle salad. Hmm. Yeah. Not so good. Not so good. <laughs> okay. Noted. Duly noted. What'd you do? What'd you do next? Um, so next we went to the Mexico Pavilion and we went to the margarita stand that's like right next to the pyramid because mm-hmm. um, we didn't really see anything at the festival booth that we were, you know, really craving. Um, so we got a couple of margaritas and kept walking around the showcase. Yay. And just kept walking for a while. Yeah. So we stopped at India because we wanted to get the... Um, warm Indian bread with all the dips and Ooh. and that was pretty good um, but they never give you quite enough bread <laughs> oh dang I, it's but the, but the dips are good or the the sauces are good yeah they're really good um, it was just like we I think they gave us like three little slices of the non bread um, so it wasn't quite enough for as much dip as you got so mm-hmm. yeah we, we felt bad like throwing half full things of dip away <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Let me ask you something. And I haven't been asking how much. How much are these dishes running? Um, like how much was the the bread, or uh, the the uh, dipping sauces and stuff at India? Do you remember? Um, I th- I think it was like five or six dollars, and pretty much everything we bought was in that range. Okay. Um, obviously the drinks are gonna vary quite a bit depending on what you get, but um, yeah, the food was all around five or six dollars, so it wasn't. Too bad. Okay. Okay. Just curious. I wanted to ask that. Okay. So after India, what did you guys do next? Um, so then we went to Italy and we got the lemoncello margarita. And the line in Italy was super long. It was probably the longest line we saw the whole time. Um, but it was getting kind of later. So I'm guessing a lot of locals and, and other people had come out. So yeah, it was it was starting to get a little crowded in there. Well, it was Friday. Yeah. So that makes they the locals do yeah they kind of flock to Epcot. Um. So, but did you did you get the margarita? Was it good? It was really good. Yeah. It was um, it was a little strong. So um, mm-hmm. if you're not used to a strong margarita, you might want to split it with a, another person. <laughs> okay. Good deal. Um. It was good. Good. Uh. And uh, what did you guys do next? Um. So my cousin really wanted to try the poutine that was at refreshment port so it had duck confit on the top of it Mm -hmm. um and i'd never had duck before so it was interesting to try it with french fries but it was actually really good um and the portion you got was pretty big so i mean we could have gotten one other thing and kind of made a meal out of it yeah so okay explain to me i've never had poutine so i don't exactly know is it like gravy like so it (sighs) What is it? It was, kind of, it was like kind of the consistency of gravy. It was maybe a little bit thicker, and it was kind. They had like a cheese sauce on it. Okay. Um, so it definitely didn't look good. Um, but it was really. <laughs> and so the duck 
comfy. The duck was like just like in in the gravy thing, or or is that is that yeah. just mixed together? Okay, okay, yeah. All right, good to know. I've never had it, so I'll have to try it sometime. Um, but but it was good. You guys liked it. Yeah, it was really good. Okay. Um, so then we headed over to Wine and Dine, and we got two things there. And um, one of them was the butternut squash ravioli, which was really tasty. But they only gave you two raviolis, so hmm. it took about five seconds to eat it. <laughs> like, I'm going to start eating this, and I'm done. <laughs> wow. Yeah, the dishes can be, like, hit or miss. You can either feel like you have a lot in your, like, a lot of portion, or you can have, like, oh, this is, this fits on my finger. This is tiny. <laughs> you know? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's, it, de- it depends on what booth you're at, but, so it wasn't yeah. a lot, basically. No. So then, since we didn't get a lot there, we figured, oh, we'll get something else from here. So we got the trio of artisan cheeses, um, mm-hmm. and we'd gotten a charcuterie board, like, the day before at the Appleseed Orchard and we felt like it was really big and this one felt really tiny. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So disappointed in that. A little bit. Yeah. Um, but not for long because then we went and got mimosas. So. Of course. Yeah, I mean, you, you guys are getting all the drinks. It's, it sounds like a fun time. <laughs> uh, was it that, that mimosa bar thing in the yes. festival center? Yeah. So yeah. those were good. Um, they were really good. So this year it actually wasn't um, – last year it was in the Festival Center when they had it over where they're putting the play pavilion. Um, but this year it was its own booth kind of just outside with everything else. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they're doing the thing. I forgot. I My, my brain, <laughs> I swear. Okay. So it wasn't in the Festival Center. It was outside. Yeah. So okay. we kind of – we kind of couldn't find it at first, which was really weird because it was near that um, the gift shop when you get into World Showcase. But mm-hmm. I don't. It, it was just the angle, I guess, was weird because we were like walking past it three or four times before we were like, "Oh, here they are." Oh, interesting. Was there a bit, <laughs> was there a long line or anything? Um, not really. Um, I think we waited about five minutes for the for our flight, so it wasn't that bad. Okay. Okay. Uh, what next? Um, so next we went to the fish and chip shop in the UK, um, cause we really wanted fish and chips at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, after eating a lot of little plates, we were like, let's get something for dinner. <laughs> yeah. And how was that? I've heard that's really good. It's, it's really good. Um, I went, I actually went to England in September for a friend's wedding and it was super close to what we ate over there. So oh. they're doing a good job in Epcot. <laughs> Well, th- good job, Epcot. <laughs> Excellent. Um, okay, and so what What time is it about at this time? Um, so it's about 7. Um, so then we we knew we wanted to go see Eat to the Beat because it was the Baja Men. <laughs> oh, my gosh, yeah. <laughs> and um, my cousin's little brother was super obsessed with the song Who Let the Dogs Out, so we had the whole plan to, like, facebook live him essentially oh my <laughs> gosh that was so what when were they popular wasn't it like i feel like it was like the early 2000s is that right yeah yeah oh my goodness that's hilarious did they have any other songs i just know of that one they they had one other song that i was familiar with but i don't think it was as big of a hit so like we knew you know the general words to it but we were like wow they sang this song <laughs> 
Interesting. Well, cool. So was so was that fun? Um, did you get to actually see that? Was that fun? Yeah. So we went to. I think the show was at like seven thirty or seven forty-five, and it had started raining, so nobody really was there. We got, I think, the fifth row back from the stage because mm-hmm. um, everyone was just trying to like get out of the rain, so they were kind of scattering everywhere else. Um, but it was a really, it was a really good show. They were on for probably about a half hour. Mm-hmm. And they played, uh, they played Who Let the Dogs Out at the very end, and they kind of made a joke like, "All right, we know, we all know why you're here." <laughs> <laughs> At least they know. At least they know their place. <laughs> cool. Um, so you enjoyed the show. That's good. <laughs> what did you guys do after that? Um, so after that, we actually walked back to the monorail because um, I wanted to go to the DVC lounge at the Contemporary and watch the Halloween fireworks um, because they did the new show this year, but we didn't feel like buying tickets to that. So that was kind of our, our way to see it without going to the party. Well, that's a good idea. So um, you're talking about the Top of the World lounge, right? Yep. Okay. And so you made your way over there through the monorail and, um, um, was it hard to get in? Was it busy or anything? Um, it wasn't hard to get in. It was kind of hard to get there. So we got on the monorail at Epcot and it took us maybe uh, 10, 15 minutes to get to the TTC, but then we mm-hmm. sat at the TTC for a really long time, mm-hmm. um, and then it was every stop we made after that because we had to get on the resort line. Um, every stop after that, it seemed like we sat there for like 15, 20 minutes. Really? So it, it took us about 80 minutes to get from <gasps> ep- contemporary. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's way too long. Yeah. I don't know if it was like because people were leaving the Halloween party. So they were loading a lot of people on because our monorail like didn't really load anybody on at all. I'm not sure what it was but yeah it was it was pretty long that's so frustrating too because you're just like a sitting duck you can't do anything like yeah uh, all right well that sucks (laughs) (laughs) when you actually did get to contemporary after 80 minutes um uh, so you got up to the lounge and everything and and um it wasn't wasn't too busy wasn't too bad um it was it was crowded because it usually gets crowded about a half hour before fireworks. Um, so we couldn't get a seat in the lounge, but you know, fireworks were starting in like 15 minutes anyway. So Mm -hmm. we just went outside on the, um, on the balcony they have Mm -hmm. and it was crowded, but then it started pouring. So it got less crowded very quickly. (laughs) Right. Um, so we actually got a pretty good spot. We were kind of under under a ledge, so we weren't getting rained on quite as hard. But um, it was it was kind of cool seeing fireworks in the rain. Yeah. Um, do they always do fireworks in the rain at Magic Kingdom? Um, I think if they get like to a certain point before the show, like they already have everything loaded, so it's like, well, we we got to set them off. Um, uh. But I think yeah. if it's like raining really hard, they won't. But it was raining like just light enough where they they set everything off on time. Perfect. Well, I'm glad you caught that. How did you like that show? I know Jared said he liked it. I thought it was really good. Um, adding the projections, I think, definitely made it seem a little closer to Happily Ever After. So it wasn't like I felt like Wishes was kind of. I know people love it, but I felt like it was getting kind of old and Happily Ever After is like. 
Like, there's just so much to see. Mm -hmm. Um, So I felt like they really did that with the Halloween fireworks this year, too. Like, it felt closer to that show. And being up on top of um, uh, Bay Lake Tower, can you see the projections very well? Because we did that. We really couldn't see it that well on the castle. Yeah, it was... I mean, we could kind of see the general idea of what they were trying to project on the castle because most of it was like skeleton bones or like mm-hmm. they made it look like a haunted house. So we could kind of see that. Like we couldn't see any fine detail of it. Right. Um, but I think they had kind of, it looked like they had kind of turned the lighting up on it because it was so dark and rainy. Um, because usually when we see Happily Ever After from up there, like we can't see the projections on the castle at all. Right. Um, so yeah. Okay, good. I'm glad you enjoyed that. Um, did you guys stay up there a long time or did you just catch the fireworks and leave or what did you guys do? Um, so we stayed up there for a little bit after because after fireworks, it kind of clears out pretty quickly because everyone like sees the fireworks and they're like, okay, we're done. Mm-hmm. Um, so we actually grabbed a seat inside the lounge and ordered a snack and a couple more drinks. So we were there till probably around 1130. Okay. And did did you end your night then or and you go back to the hotel? Um, we ended our night then. <laughs> um, so we, we got a lift back to Old Key West. And I think our lift driver was like the lift driver for people going night clubbing. Um, <laughs> his car had like lights on the roof of the car and they like blinked to music. And he had this like club mix going. Um, like I'm sure if we were starting the night, that would have been a great thing, but we were so tired that I was just like, this is not doing it for me right now. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's hilarious. (laughs) Did you take pictures or anything? You should have. Um, we tried pictures of the lights, but they weren't coming out really well. So of course we were just like texting everybody we knew, like you will not believe the lift we're in right now. Oh my gosh, that would have been cool to see. Yeah, you're right. He probably was the club lift. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Well, well, at least it was like entertaining. At least like you know, even though it was late and you were tired, at least it was kind of entertaining. Yeah, I mean, I still gave him five stars because I I've never seen that in a lift. So <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay, so you got back to your hotel, okay, and and went to bed. Yeah. Okay. So next day is Saturday the 19th. And I'm guessing you went to Magic Kingdom because you hadn't gone yet. Is that where you guys went? (laughs) Yeah, we did. Um, So we actually, we had a tour. um, We booked Marceline to Magic Kingdom, which started at 8 (laughs) a.m. So another early morning. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So, um, all right. Tell me about all of that. Um, the process to check in and, and the, the tour itself, don't give away too many details, but just, uh, kind of an overview and how you enjoyed it. Um, so we were actually kind of worried they were going to cancel the tour because there was, there was like a tropical storm that was hitting the Gulf coast, but it was making everywhere rainy and it was absolutely pouring buckets when we left the hotel for magic kingdom and it didn't let up Mm. um so we got to magic kingdom probably 10 minutes before our tour was scheduled to start we went and um we went to the main street theater so right where you do the meet and greets for Minnie and or sorry mickey and tinkerbell Mm -hmm. Um, and we just checked in at the desk there it's kind of 
in their little souvenir shop part of it, they just have um, everybody's name tags out for the tour and they give you a little pouch that has, um, it looks like a walkie talkie and then it has an earpiece um, because your tour guide will actually turn a microphone on so that you can hear them as you're going through different parts of the park. Um, but you can hear like the background music and the noise at the same time. So, okay. <laughs> okay. So you checked in and everything and it, and it did, it, you did get to do it. It didn't get canceled. Yeah, it didn't okay. get canceled. Um, so everyone in our group had ponchos and umbrellas the entire time. Um, our tour guide had like a big golf umbrella. So he was, he was kept pretty dry the whole time, but you know, we were stepping through, tons of puddles and and all that um but Mm -hmm. he had such a great attitude about it um he was saying well you know at least it's not 100 degrees and we're all sweating so yeah that's true that's true um so uh tell me yeah tell me about this this tour like what kind of stuff did you guys learn um or what do you guys talk what they talk about Um, So it's a three hour tour. So they kind of book it as like a good introductory tour. So if you want to do keys to the kingdom, they kind of recommend you do this one first. Um, And they talk a lot about um, Walt's early life and how um, living in Marceline, Missouri really inspired him to create Disneyland and then um, eventually Walt Disney World. And they talk a lot about the things that our main street has versus Disneyland and you walk through a couple different lands of the Magic Kingdom and just kind of learn how Walt's early life inspired each part of the park. Oh, that's neat. Did you guys did you guys like that? Did you enjoy learning about the history? It was it was really cool and um I won't give it away, but we got to see some behind the scenes of a certain ride and it was awesome. Like it was such a cool experience. Oh, good. Um, tell me the pr- how much is it per person to do that tour? Um, so it was the regular price was forty nine dollars a person, um, but they do an annual pass and a DVC discount. Mm-hmm. So for the two of us, it cost eighty dollars. Okay, that's not too bad. And you said it was yeah. three hours, so eight to eleven. Yeah. Okay, that's not that's not bad. That's that's pretty good because I I think Keys of the Kingdom is a, is it seven hours. Uh, yeah, it's either five or seven. Or seven. Um, I can't remember. Yeah, and you're not like walking the whole three hours. Like you know, you do you do go on a couple of track of attractions. So like you sit for that, and it's kind of like a walk and a stop for mm-hmm. about three hours. Um, okay. so like we were trying to measure on our Fitbits and our watches, like how far we were going, and I don't think we did more than like five thousand steps the whole tour. Okay. Okay, so would you recommend this to other people if they haven't done it before? Oh, definitely, definitely. It was so cool. Okay, and do do you know, do they do this every day or is it just certain days of the week or how does that work? Um, I think they do the tour every day except for like the major holidays like Christmas, New Year's, and I don't think they do it on Easter. Okay. Um, but it's one of the ones they'll offer every day, but they only offer it at 8 a.m. Got it, got it, Okay. Very good. So did you, um, after you guys got done and you had ridden the rides and done this t- the tour and everything, did you stay in the Magic Kingdom and do more or what, was, what would you guys do? Um, so we had a fast pass for Space Mountain at 11 because I knew the tour would kind of end around then. So that was our first ride that we did. 
Um, and then after that, we were going to go right to Seven Dwarves Mine Train because we had a fast pass for that at noon and they kind of lined up when we finished one and the other one started. Mm-hmm. Um, but Seven Dwarves went down while we were on Space Mountain. Uh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I got the email like, your fast pass is now a multiple experience. And I was like, uh, well, hopefully it comes back up later and, yeah. and we'll figure it out. Um, so we had a little time before we had a Splash Mountain fast pass at one. So we went to Casey's and got lunch. And it was the first time either of us had been to Casey's. That's so funny. And because you've been there for a lot, <laughs> like many times. And that's like, that's like classic quick service disney right there yeah and we kind of every time we just kind of like walk right by it i think the closest we ever get to it is going to the ice cream parlor across the street like we never stopped in casey's yeah i know I, i'm the same way like I, I but i'm not a really a fan of what they have i mean like i don't really like hot dogs and i know that's mm-hmm. like a lot of what they have what do you guys have there um, so we split the foot long hot dog and then we got the they had a special corn dog nugget and it was like a loaded corn dog nugget meal. Um, so it had it was nacho cheese, tomatoes, jalapeno peppers, and I think there was bacon on it. Um, but they were really good. <laughs> oh my gosh. That sounds like <laughs> like heartburn in a in a basket. <laughs> oh my gosh. So but it was good. It was good, huh? It was really good. Um, And I I was texting my mom, like, you know, pictures of everything we were eating. And I was like, how have we never eaten here? And she's like, because it's hot dogs. (laughs) See, that's what I that's what I say, too. Um, But it's okay that that loaded um, corn dog thing. Is it always available or is it just just recently added to the menu or what? Um, I think it was like a just a little limited time special they were doing because it okay. wasn't on the actual menu board. It was on little like frames next to all the registers. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, so cool. So we were like right at the register. Okay. Well, there you go. If you like Casey's and you like corn dogs and hot dogs, and check this out. <laughs> okay. So after lunch, uh, did you do your Splash Mountain Fast Pass? Um, so we got lucky in the meantime that Seven Dwarfs had come back up. Um, so we kind of power walked over there because we had a little bit of time before, um, our 1 PM fast pass window started. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So we got on seven doors, mine train pretty quickly, even though, um, the fast pass line was a little long because I guess for everybody, like we were yeah. all waiting for the same time when the breakdown happened. Um, but they got us on pretty quickly. Good. And That's then, cool. um, and <laughs> sorry. No, you're good. Um, I was just I was just gonna say I was kind of thinking, um, and you probably realize this, and I think we've mentioned this on the show before, but do you remember in the queue? Because you said you went really fast through the fast pass queue. Do you remember mm-hmm. the standby line? They used to cut it off like right, right near the fast pass queue, so that you could still see people yeah. standing in the standby queue, but. They were like, you know, they were held back by the cast members. Did you see how they like pushed that back so you can't see it anymore? Yeah, I noticed that because like, you know, right when you walk in, if you're in the fast pass line, like as soon as you walk in the show building, you can see other people. And I kind of noticed it after the fact. I was like, I don't remember seeing people when we came in like that weren't in our line. Um, Yeah. So do you want to know why? I don't know why. 
was weird. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can tell you why. It's because, like, um, the couple of times that that we went through that, the fast bus line, and they they still had the standby line up to the very, very end so you could see all the fast pass liners, people were getting really mad because you, there's so many fast passes for this ride that they have to filter in, like, I don't even know what the ratio is. It may be, like, 100 fast passers for every 10 standby. I don't know what it is. But they were getting so mad because they could see all those fast pass fast people, people go through, and they were just standing there waiting. And they didn't understand that this cast members had to follow, like, the ratio of rules between fast passes and standby. So they pushed the line back the standby line back so they couldn't see all the fast passers going through i'm i'm like i'm dead serious isn't that crazy i mean i could definitely see how that happens i mean i've been in that standby line before and it is a little frustrating when you see you know all the fast pass people go by for sure um, but i'm surprised they haven't done that on other rides because there are other rides where you can see that same line mm-hmm. so i don't I know guess seven dwarfs popular like people got extra upset about it i i'm guessing just because it was i mean it gets a long line sometimes especially when it's busy and there was yeah. one time once from time they were, they were getting so mad people were starting to chant let us in let us in i was like what's <laughs> happening it was weird so i i, I was gonna bring that up because i that's you know when you said going through the fast pass line faster it's you know but anyway that's it whole big other tangent I went on sorry about that so you did you did seven doors and you've done it you've done it before I'm sure yes yeah okay 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 so after seven dwarfs you uh headed to Splash Mountain um yeah so on the way to Splash Mountain we were walking by um it's a small world and the wait was only 10-15 minutes um and it's my favorite ride and I don't say that ironically um, okay so we got in line for small world <laughs> excellent okay cool cool uh then yeah. did you do splash mountain <laughs> yeah then, then we went for our um our fast pass at splash mountain okay so. let me ask you something before you go any further was it really busy that day you were there I I thought it was more crowded this weekend when we went than when we went in August last year. Like, okay. it it was towards the middle of the day every day that it would feel like we were shoulder to shoulder with people. Right. Um, and I just wasn't expect. I mean, it was a weekend, but I wasn't expecting that for October. Um, I would have expected it more like in the middle of the summer, like beginning of August. But yeah, it was it was crowded. <laughs> okay, I was curious. I was going to ask you generally how the crowds were but i was just curious about this day since it's a saturday um and it's kind of kind of an off time there's really not i mean i guess technically they're like last weekend some people were on fall break for like mm-hmm. schools and stuff so i can see kind of like carrying over if you did like a week-long vacation so maybe that's why it was kind of busy for you i don't know yeah, and I think it was also because, um, so we picked this day for Magic Kingdom because there wasn't a Halloween party and we weren't planning on going to one. Oh. Um, and since we're getting so much closer to Halloween, I think there were only two nights the whole week where there wasn't a party. Um, so everyone was trying to get in that full Magic Kingdom day. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah but it, it was, 
in the morning when it was pouring, there was like nobody there. So it was it was kind of nice to be on a tour and not have to weave through people. But then, you know, as the day went on, it, it got really crowded. Oh, for sure. The best time to go is when it's raining. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Uh, okay, so you did you did Splash Mountain with a fast pass. Um, had you you used all three of your fast passes then, right? Did you get any more or what you guys? Um, talk? so I was I was able to grab one for Pirates, but it wasn't till three. Um, so we had a little bit of time to kill before then. So we walked back over to Main Street and sat down at the Plaza Ice Cream Parlor, like the little tables they have outside, and we shared an ice cream sandwich. Excellent. <laughs> and we we happened to be there as the festival fantasy parade was coming by, so we had a really good spot without having to camp out for it. Um, so it was like a nice accident. <laughs> oh, good, good. Uh, so you say you shared an ice cream sandwich? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> was are those very big? Um. So if you think of like what a normal size. Dixie bowl is like a Dixie paper bowl. Uh-huh. That's how that's how big the cookie is. Okay. Um, so it's two of those, and then there's like three scoops of ice cream in the middle. Um, so I'm sure if we were hungrier, we could have each had our own, but we we split it. <laughs> I was just kidding. I it was funny because I I just imagined one of those like rectangle ice cream sandwiches that you get at, like the store, and I'm like we're just sharing this, and like it was just like one bite. Sorry, it made me laugh. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Anyway, so you watched the Festival of Fantasy Parade while you had your ice cream sandwiches. Um, did you um, did you head to Pirates after that, or did you do something else beforehand? Um, so we still had a little bit of time, so we went over to the Tiki Room, and then we saw the Country Bear Jamboree. Yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, and right before Country Bear Jamboree, we were um, walking around in Frontierland, and my, my cousin was getting something to drink. And I spotted Big Al walking around, mm. and he's, like, my family's favorite bear. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. And how did you did you get to interact with him? I did. So I, like, I was kind of behind him as he was walking through um, Frontierland. So I was kind of, like, following him and being like, Al, Al, like, I want a hug. And there were these little, like, British kids that were kind of behind me, and they were trying to get his attention. So I was like, hold on, I'll flag him down for you. So I, like, kind of tapped his shoulder, um, and they turned around and got a picture with them. And then when he was done, I was like, can I have a hug? And he was kind of confused, I think, that I wanted to hug him. (laughs) 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 So I was like, you're you're my dad's favorite bear. And I, like, gave him a big hug, and then he kind of, like, walked off and and i posted it um on the facebook group and just because oh, yeah. i wanted- i remember i saw that yeah oh i just wanted gosh. jared's reaction for hugging <laughs> did he post that rambo gif where he was gonna yeah. like fight the bear that's his that's his go-to yeah um that's so cute that's so cute though i love when there's like those happy like um cast member or the character interactions that are just not planned i love those where they're just like walking around yeah <laughs> that's nice good so did you um did you write did you did you write it do the attraction first or did you and then do the characters or was that on the way sorry i forgot i forgot what you said um so it was on the way because we finished with um enchanted tiki room and we were gonna go get um one of the frozen lemonades before we went into country bears so that's where we ran into al and then we went inside and did the show oh, okay 
Gotcha. And how was the show? <laughs> <laughs> um, it was really good because we had um, we actually had a group of people sitting in front of us and then behind us that were very clearly like frequent Disney visitors because we all knew all the words to all the songs. Oh, my. <laughs> so it was kind of like a sing along. And the other people in the theater were kind of like, what is happening? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I can't imagine there's a lot of new people going to see that show because it's been around for so long, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I think I think we just happen to be in a room with a lot of, like, international tourists. Because um, oh. I was kind of, you know, looking at the group that was behind us because we were, you know, kind of joking around with some of the songs. And it was just, like, a lot of, um, like, international tourists behind them who were just, like, really confused as to why we were all, like, singing and clapping so much. <laughs> <laughs> nice <laughs> they might have also been confused by the bears i don't know but yeah <laughs> i mean i'm confused by the bears so maybe that's <laughs> maybe that's true uh, okay so after country bear jamboree what was the next thing you guys did what time um, is it so by now is it like three four three thirty four something like that it was like getting close to four. Um, okay. So we went and used our, our Pirates Fast Pass before it um, before it expired and got on that pretty quickly. It was probably like five a five-minute wait um, in the Fast Pass line. Mm-hmm. And we headed over to the Mad Tea Party because um, my cousin really wanted to do the teacups before we ate dinner. So Oh, good call. Good call. <laughs> um, okay, so where did you guys have dinner at? Um, so we went to Skipper Canteen, and it was the second time I'd eaten there and the first time my cousin had ever been. Um, and I'm, like, a big fan of Jungle Cruise because I love dad jokes and puns. Um, mm-hmm. So when I was <laughs> booking the dining, I was kind of saying to her, like, we have to eat at this place. It's like the Jungle Cruise, but with food. And she's like, uh, okay. <laughs> Whatever you want to do. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, but she was excited about like the menu and, and trying everything. So we actually had a really great dinner there. Good, good. Um, I, you know, I, I like this place. Um, it's sometimes the food, some of the food is a little adventurous for me, but I've, I've heard like people just lo- go crazy for it. So I, it's a, it's like a welcome addition as for like a table service. Cause there's not a lot of table service restaurants at Magic Kingdom. Like when you think about it, it's a lot of quick service. But. Yeah, or it's, um, like we always usually do Crystal Palace. Like when I come with my family, we'll we'll go to Crystal Palace because it's like our thing. Mm-hmm. But it's every now and then it's like I want to try something different, and there's really not anything adventurous in Magic Kingdom. Um, so this is kind of like if you want to try something really different, like this is the spot to go. Good point. Definitely. Did you have a reservation for this, like an ADR or? Um, yeah, so this was one of the ones that I did it at six months out. So we had a reservation for 630. Okay. So you did, you had dinner and, um, so by the time you got out, it was close to eight. Did you have any other fast passes for the night or what did you guys do next? Um, so at this point we were kind of like, all right, we're, we're done with Magic Kingdom. Like we did kind of all the things we wanted to do. So mm-hmm. we got back on the bus for old Key West, probably around like, 7 45 8 o'clock and we were lucky that it was there when we got there so there was no like waiting for the bus yay i love that i love when that happens <laughs> um so you go back you went back to your hotel yeah we went back to the hotel um we got changed really quick and then we went uh to the boardwalk because 
my cousin went to Penn State, and she's a huge Penn State football fan. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were playing Michigan that night, so we actually went to the ESPN club and and watched the game. Oh, nice! And I'm I'm assuming had some more drinks. <laughs> um, I was drinking a lot of water at this point oh. because <laughs> we had had a lot of non-healthy drinks at this point um I think my cousin had like a beer and then she was switching to water too because I mean we'd been in the park all day and it was insanely hot so oh I'm sure you guys if you guys were like dehydrated for sure yeah yeah um well cool and so you watched the game did you guys do anything else on the boardwalk um we were planning on going to jelly rolls I think it was around 11 o'clock by the time the game ended um so we walked over to jelly rolls and the last time I was there, the cover, I think, was $10 a person. But when we went, it was 20 I don't know if it was because it was, you know, a weekend or because it was later or what. But we both kind of looked at each other and went, uh, we're good. And we and we went back to Old Key West. Oh, nice. <laughs> did you do anything at Old Key West or did you turn in for the night? Uh, we turned in for the night. It, okay. it had been a long day. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, you guys started early. Uh, yeah. Um, Okay, so that was your Saturday. Um, let's see. Let's do Sunday, the the day you leave, so you, on the 20th. Um, what did you guys do the first part of your day? Um, so my cousin only had the three-day park hopper, so we didn't do a park this day. Um, we planned to spend a little time in Disney Springs because um, we hadn't really gotten to do that when we went last August. We were doing a lot of park stuff, so we wanted to spend a little more time in Disney Springs the last day okay did you guys uh what did you guys check out with at disney springs like shop wise um so we started at uh we got a adr for homecoming um mm-hmm. at 180 days so we got uh, a reservation for their brunch which they do on saturdays and sundays mm-hmm. and it was amazing <laughs> like it was probably the best meal we ate the whole trip i saw you post that picture yesterday of the of yeah. the what you were having yeah it looks good it looks really good um and they only do it on saturday and sunday you said the brunch yeah okay. yeah it's called the um the rise and shine brunch um okay. because they have a lot of their like moonshine cocktails on the menu and and stuff like that but it was it was nice. really good like, southern food um mm-hmm. we cleaned our plates so it was really good nice awesome oh and um um what time did you guys get there? What time does the, it open? Like 9 or 10? Um, um, I, I think brunch starts at like 9.30. So okay. we got there pretty close to open. We we checked in at like 10 and our reservation was for 10.15. Okay. Um, so we got seated pretty quickly. And then after we got done, I, I went on Facebook and I actually realized that we had missed um, Brian, Fabio, and Melissa by yes. like minutes <laughs> i saw that yeah that's funny that there at so the same time <laughs> yeah that's so funny that you guys were there at the same like the same thing yeah that's funny um okay so what do you do after the after a bridge um so we went to a couple um stores after that so we popped into world of disney and then we went to um the marketplace co-op and just kind of looked around um, and then we headed up to the Coca-Cola rooftop bar because Lauren had never been there before. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got a couple drinks there and then just kind of wandered around Disney Springs a little bit more. Okay. Um, and our plan was 
to get a boat over to Riverside um, because we wanted to get Nikki beignets. But oh. by the time we got there, we were both like, I'm still not hungry. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Because you ate your uh, everything on your plate, of course. Because we cleaned our plates at homecoming. Yes. So. <laughs> I forgot to ask you. So you checked out that morning. Um, did they just hold your bags for you? Yeah, so we um, we had one big suitcase and then like a couple little carry-ons between two of us. So they just held all our stuff for us. Awesome. And um, so after, okay, so after you went to some of the stores and everything, did you do anything else at Disney Springs or what did you guys do? Um, so we didn't. We Once we finished um, at Coca-Cola's bar and then we just kind of walked around a bit, um, we went over to Riverside, took a couple pictures, and then um, we went back to Old Key West and just kind of hung out in the lobby till it was time to get on the bus back to the airport. And what time did you have to get on the bus? Um, so we were scheduled for 3.30 because our flight was at 6.30. Um, but I know that sometimes security at MCO was crazy and we were flying spirit. So those lines can get really long. Um, so we actually were able to get on the three o'clock bus because they had some room. Um, mm-hmm. So we actually made great time getting to the airport. Oh, good. Did, did you need that extra time once you got there? Oh, definitely. Oh. Um, the, the line for security wasn't terrible. I've definitely seen it worse. Um, but the line to drop our bag off at spirit was just a disorganized mess. So um, they had people checking in at kiosks and like printing their bag tags. And then we had to get in another line to give the bag to an agent. So it took, it took like twice as long as it would if they had just tagged it and put it on themselves. So. Gotcha. Yeah. They need to like streamline that process better. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, so and you, and just if, so you got home okay, like the flight was fine and everything. Yeah, our flight was good. Um, we had a couple storms up here, so we flew into a little bit of turbulence before we landed. But yeah, it was a it was a good flight. It left on time, and and we were home probably around nine thirty. Not too bad. Okay. All right. Well, so that was that was your that was your trip. And did, okay, so a couple questions before, um, before I ask you the the main question, um, we talked about crowds for the whole time you were there. Did you feel it was, you know, like on a scale of one to 10, what would you say the crowds averaged? I'd say it was about a seven the whole time we were there. Um, there were definitely times where it was really busy, like, you know, Friday evening at Epcot was getting shoulder to shoulder. Um, and then Magic Kingdom, since it wasn't a party day, was was pretty crowded towards the afternoon. But it wasn't the craziest I've seen it. Um, so, yeah, it was about a seven. But crazier than than you thought it, in October. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Because yeah. um, when we had gone in August, it was crowded because, you know, the schools had like not everybody was back in school yet. Right. Um, but I thought this was more crowded than that week. Dang. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Usually, yeah, before August has not been busy like like that. So, um, interesting. Um, okay, so the um, the weather. 
Did it rain a bunch while you were there? Was it still really hot? Did it feel like summer weather? Like, you know, how was, how was the temperature usually? Um, so it felt like summer because it was still pretty humid. Um, it only rained that one morning for about the whole three hours we did the tour actually. Um, and then it was raining the night before for fireworks, but it never really rained other than that. Um, there were a couple days where it was overcast, so that was kind of nice because then it wasn't like the sun beating on you. Right. Um, but it was still it was still like 80s and 90s the whole the whole time we were there. Okay. Um, and transportation wise, I know we talked about monorail taking forever to get to Contemporary. Um, did you feel like it was pretty efficient, like the buses and everything? Um, I thought the buses, I know the buses at Old Key West can sometimes be like hit or miss, but I felt like we had pretty good luck this whole trip. Um, the only time we took a lift out of Old Key West was when, I think it was we were trying to make the candy sushi reservation, but it was just because we didn't really leave a, enough time to get on the bus. Um, mm -hmm. So we just ordered a lift to our room, but every other time it was, I think we waited five ten minutes and got a bus so it was pretty good okay good deal and i'm assuming you didn't get the dining plan or anything did you no no we didn't um we we had priced it out beforehand and for us it just didn't make sense because we were going to be doing so much eating at food and wine that we we weren't anticipating adding another sit down or quick service so at the time, it just didn't really make a ton of sense. And um, right. I bought, while we were there, I got the Tables in Wonderland card, which they do for DVC and annual pass holders. Mm -hmm. um, so it's $150. It's good for one year, and you get 20% off on food and alcohol at sit-down restaurants. Mm -hmm. um, so it actually ended up a better deal doing that than if we had purchased the dining plan. Oh, good deal. That's good. $150, good for the year, 20% off alcohol and food. Yep. Do you still get free valet? I don't know. I, I heard that they used to get valet with it, but I wasn't sure if that was the same anymore. I think you do, but I, we, when I go like without my mom, I usually don't rent a car, so I don't really like look into it. Okay. Um, but I think if we, I think you do get um, free valet. So if we did rent a car, we would probably just do that. Oh, okay, cool. Just, just curious. Um, and obviously you have Memory Maker because it's with your annual pass. Did you guys take yeah. a bunch of pictures? Did, did you like the front of the castle and all that stuff? Yeah. So we pretty much stopped at every photo pass photographer we could find. <laughs> nice. So we made good use of that Memory Maker. Um, we got to do the zoom out shot from the castle so that oh, came yeah. out really like when you're in the hub when you're standing in the hub yeah oh yeah i like that that's always fun i want to do that really bad um okay and then you said you dropped the ball when you were making your fast passes so what happened with yeah. that <laughs> so i had um i knew what our fast pass date was for the old key west day and i had like had it in my phone, like alarm set, ready to go. Um, but then when we added the night at Polynesian, we had like an extra day. So every cast member that I'd asked and like kind of everything I'd read was like, well, if you have two resorts, then you have two different fast pass days. 
So when I went to make fast passes on the Polynesian day, I was making them for our full day at Epcot. Mm-hmm. And then I realized when I finished that, that I could make them for the Animal Kingdom day, which was the next day, um, which I didn't think I was going to be able to do. <laughs> ah. So I missed flight of passage and then I couldn't get it the whole 60 days leading up to the trip like I checked the app incessantly and like could never get one so oh dang you know (laughs) that one is still the hardest one to get so you know it's hit or miss even if you did have that extra day so but yeah that that's frustrating so they told you wrong basically yeah and then I um where I think I posted I posted in the group about it. I was like, uh, so this just happened. And yeah. I think it was Brian that answered. And he's like, well, yeah, DVC, you can, even if you do a split stay, sometimes you can book fast passes for all of your days. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, oh, I wish I would have, like someone would have said that to me. But like every cast member I asked was like, no, you have two different days. So Oh no, I'm pretty sure he knows more than most cast members. So yeah. he's the one to ask <laughs> about that stuff. Um, um so it's just with D V C members, since you have like since you have more than one stay. I guess that makes sense because there's a lot of people that do split stays for D V C. Yeah, I know I this was my first time doing a split stay, but I know a lot of people who do them. Um mm-hmm. and this was kind of like on accident like it was just right. a convenient split stay but right. um yeah now i know for the future that that will probably happen again <laughs> yeah probably <laughs> uh okay um i think i've asked all of the questions i was going to ask is there anything else you want to mention that you did on the trip that i forgot to ask or we didn't cover um let me take a look through your five pages of notes. <laughs> well, here's a question just real quick before before we close out here. What was your favorite part of the trip? Um, my favorite part of the trip was going on Smuggler's Run. <laughs> yeah. Because we hadn't planned for it and it was just kind of like a fun add-on and I didn't think I was going to enjoy it as much as I did. <laughs> right. Well, I'm glad you um, did. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> and uh, last question: When you said you were you were returning in December, yes? Yeah. So in December, we'll it'll be me, my mom, my dad, and my younger sister. So we're gonna go um, for a long weekend before Christmas. Okay, like like right before Christmas. Um, I think it's like the 13th to the 16th. So it's that week okay. before. Um, and we'll be staying at Beach Club for that one. Ooh, that, that'll be fun. Yeah. Right I'm hoping there. it's not super cold, but I'm sure even if it is, like, we'll be in the pool anyway, so. Nice. <laughs> well, you're, you, you live, you live, you say you lived in New Jersey, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty cold in New Jersey, so you're probably used to it. <laughs> yeah, so anything will be warmer than here in December, so. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Okay. Um, I think that's all I have, unless you have anything you want to mention. Um, no, I'm all set. We, okay. we did a lot in four days and none of it was sleeping. So we did. Uh, yeah, exactly. But Hey, you don't go to Disney to sleep. I mean, at least I don't. 
um okay well thank you very much for sharing about your trip i know sorry it's, it's another long episode everybody i'm just gonna just assume that all of my trip tales episodes are gonna be at least two hours long because i just it just that always turns out that way and that is totally fine so um but yeah thank you for being on the show and i appreciate you taking the time to talk with me um i'm sure i will talk to you on the uh in the facebook group um n- many more times after this um but um but to close out the show i want to encourage everybody to join our facebook group capture the magic community if you're not already a member um this is the perfect place to um, interact with other listeners discuss episodes disney news rumors ask and answer questions yada 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 um so but we would love to have you in the group and we are also on instagram and twitter if you want to find us there and we are also um on YouTube as Capture the Magic if you want to subscribe to our uh, channel there and you can check out our vlogs and and we post some of the podcasts on there as well and if you don't subscribe to this podcast already and leave us a review we would love if you would do that as well so I think that's it for today again thank you Samantha for being on the show thanks for having me all right and thank you everybody for listening today and as I always like to say We will see you in the parks.